Hello and welcome to Spikner Culture Podcast. I am your host, Stephen. If this is your first time listening to us, this is a podcast that aims to equip, encourage, and empower young creative leaders in Africa, India, and the rest of the world. Um, I honestly want to even shift focus um, into really empowering the young leaders who call Spikner at home, who feel called to in a sense, like uh, bring this story to life, the story of Mary of Bethany. But today I'm actually going to be bringing in the story of Moses and I'm going to be talking about the topic of the sting of rejection. Now, most of us are very, very familiar with this word rejection, but I put this sting because, you know, it really hurts, Um, especially um, rejection only happens right? Whenever we we expect to be accepted, right? So you can only be rejected by someone you expected, you expecting to be accepted by. So whether it's like family, whether it's a job, right? You know, you apply for a job, you're wanting to be accepted, but you get rejected, right? You apply to a school, you, you are wanting acceptance, right? But you get rejected. And in the same way, maybe a love interest, right? You love someone, you propose to them, or you ask them, you know, will they accept your love? and they reject you, or in a sense, you know, family or dear ones, a husband, a wife. And so for me, uh, I really want to talk about this because I I was reading, you know, actually today's my birthday. Um, So I'm doing this on my birthday and I'm so, so excited to actually be doing it because um, I I believe this is like one of the core values I really want to drive in into our culture, you know, for everyone who works with us, anyone who collaborates with us, is that we want to have a culture of acceptance, right? We want to bring a culture where no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, um, we can, you know, in a sense, come to the same table, have a conversation, whatever you believe, in a sense, you know, we want to have conversation. And even in disagreement, even, in, you know, whenever we come in disagreement, I think having dialogue, it really does bring uh, us to a place of understanding and, and understanding the other side. Um, even if we don't come to a table and say, hey, you know, we both agree on the same thing, we can walk together. Even in in walking away from one another, you know, there's like understanding and there's like fruit and there's like beauty in having dialogue. And so uh, for me, I really, really, really press for people to have this culture. And I want that culture to be something that we aim to establish in anything that we do as Spike Nard. And um, one of the key things I really want to emphasize is how God has really used those ones who we reject sometimes to change history. And those are the ones like Mary of Bethany, right? You look at how she was rejected by Martha, the way she was rejected by other believers in you know, Judas and other believers who really chastised her and, and, and for the decisions that she made. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you see her honestly silent the entire time and Jesus defends her right? And that's the cool thing, right? Jesus accepts, right, Mary of Bethany, where other people, you know, and they're all believers, they're family, they're people who are supposed to be accepting, right? They, of course, reject her. And this thing of rejection runs, runs deep, right? And then I want to talk about Moses. Uh, Moses is one of my favorite characters in the word. And um, this week, Actually, today, you know, because uh, my birthday happened to land on a Sunday. So this week, um, you know, my pastor was just talking about the story of Moses, right? In, in Acts 7, 35, 
we see where he says that Moses, you know, although he was rejected by his own people, you know, and they were, you know, the people were saying, you know, who made you ruler, right? Who made you ruler and judge over us? And you see this in Exodus 2, 14, where, you know, like he's trying to just, you know, in a sense, bring peace between, you know, some of the Hebrews. And they start, of course, you know, just making fun of him and saying, hey, who made you ruler? Who made you a prince over us? And you see where God says in, you know, in Acts that, you know, the one whom they rejected, right, is the one that God actually used to be a ruler over them and also to like lead them. And I just think like, you know, for some of you who are listening to this, you could be rejected by your family. You could, you could, you could be in a season of rejection right now. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the things that you have accepted, the things that you've embraced and you know that the Lord has called you to, the things that are burdening your heart, the things you know you're supposed to sacrifice, the, the gifts and talents you're, you know you're supposed to put out there. Um, I just want to encourage you to really take a step forward because when we step into that place, God is able to take us. And even the things that people mock us for, right? The same things that people made fun of Moses for, right? In Acts 7.35, we see where God is able to turn that and, and he actually becomes a prophetic word over his life because he actually ends up being a ruler and a judge over their people. And he actually leads them to freedom, right? He doesn't let rejection cause bitterness, right? And that's one of the things like I really, really want to hit home with is if you're feeling like you're being rejected by your family, by your leaders or anyone around you, I think it's really important that you do not get bitter. You don't let the, you know, in a sense, that root of bitterness grow right? We want to be a blessing. We want to walk in the opposite spirit. We want to accept those who reject us. We want to love our enemies. And I think, honestly, Romans 12 does a very beautiful job talking about how we're supposed to walk in love and how, you know, whenever someone does anything wrong to us, you know, it talks about this idea of, of letting the Lord be your avenger, right? Doing what Mary of Bethany did, right? She let Jesus defend her. And another story I want to talk about is, like I told you, it's going to be really looking at the Mary of Bethany life and also looking at Moses. I want to look at Numbers 12. I encourage all of you guys to just look at this story. Let me know what you think, because it's awesome. Um, so in Numbers 12, it's one of the most famous chapters in the Old Testament where, of course, you see Moses. You know, it says that he's the humblest man on the earth. I think it's, it's you know, it's uh, Numbers 12, 3. But the beginning of that chapter, you see in verses one and two, where Moses, right, you know, he marries an Ethiopian woman, right, interracial marriage. So he marries a woman, you know, for maybe in India, it would be like someone marries someone outside their caste, someone marries someone who's darker or lighter than them, someone marries someone who has less class, whatever, you know, those differences that we make, right? You know, Moses marries someone who he wasn't supposed to marry. And it says literally that they hated him, you know, or they didn't like it that he had married an Ethiopian woman, an outsider. And so Miriam and Aaron, they were so angry and they started saying, you know, all these things. Don't we hear from God too? What, why is Moses this? And they just started, you know, of course, backbiting, gossiping and all these things. And I just think it's so interesting, right, that. The same response of Mayor of Bethany, the same response in Moses. But look what happens, right? Later in that story, you see where God himself comes and starts talking. He calls Miriam, he calls Aaron, and he starts speaking to them. You know, and he says to them, you know, 
you know, you, everyone I speak with dreams, I speak, you know, in parables, I speak in like this, right? But with Moses, I speak face to face. Like, and he challenges them. He's like, why would you guys speak like this? Right? And so, you know, in a sense, you see God become the defender of Moses for the decisions, right, he had made. And, and I just find that such a awesome peril, peril, uh, like a peril story where you find um, where Moses, right, rejected by his own family, the people he's looking for acceptance, right, especially making a decision like in marriage, right? When we marry someone, we want our family to stand by us and to be with us in it, you know, and in the same thing, you know, of course, you know, Mary of Bethany, she was also looking for acceptance because all of us are looking for acceptance. But the, the the pool here, like in a sense, like the 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 end of the story here, the people that sometimes we're looking for acceptance, right? We're looking to be loved by and all these things, right? They sometimes disappoint us, you know, and and only Jesus is the one who's consistently accepting and defending us. And I just want to leave this challenge out to all of us. You know, if you're walking through a season of, of rejection, whether it's it's for something that you're making a choice to follow the Lord in something, or there's something that, you know, you're walking into that is scary, that doesn't make sense, right? You're wanting to to really step into what God has called you. And maybe it's like a spouse, maybe it's a decision about moving somewhere. Maybe it's it's any decision really. Um, and you're feeling scared, you feel no support from parents, from leaders, um, and and from all the other believers, honestly. And and you're asking yourself, you know, am I willing to be rejected? Am I willing to to go through that sting of rejection? You know, and, and I just want to challenge you and I just want to encourage you. You know, this week is just an encouragement to step out, right? Because you're already accepted in the beloved, you're already accepted, you know. Uh I think that you know, this is something that we've all gone through and, and it doesn't make it easier, meaning like just walking into it, it's not going to like the trouble is not going to go away. You know, the parents and the and everyone is not going to be silent in a sense. You know, they will still say what they're going to say. But I believe that there is, you know, this fruit, you know, there's beauty, there's this glory, there's there's so much on the other side of fear and rejection. You know, you're going to meet a new family. There's like so many things that the Lord has for you. Right. Because as you see, right, in verse 35, in, in Acts 7, 35, the same thing that they made and mocked and rejected Moses for, he ends up being, you know, being the actual things that they made fun of him for. And he actually ends up leading them and serving them. And you see the humility of Moses also in, in Numbers 12, where he prays for Miriam. And, and, you know, of course, she gets healed after being set apart from the camp. So I just want to challenge you, you know, to pray for your enemies this week, to like live it and put it at the steps of the Lord. And the other thing is also as Moses and also as you see in, in Mary of Bethany, they both kept their mouth shut. I think there's such beauty. You know, the mouth can just be a it just it's it's it can be a fire that sets forest of ablaze. And so, you know, my challenge is like honestly to just stay at that place where you allow the Lord to defend you. Do not try to speak bad about your leaders or, or just cause gossip or cause many more problems. You know, I believe that you can step into obedience without demeaning by understanding. Yeah, it is challenging because maybe you're the first person to leave the family. Maybe you're the first person to leave your city. Maybe you're the first person to marry someone who looks different than you. And so I just want to challenge you to just uh, walk into this season with courage, 
but also be understanding of your parents, be understanding of your leaders, because, you know, we are all, you know, a product of our environment. And so for you, you might be the first one in your family to honestly do some of these things. And it's scary. It's scary for your parents. It's scary for your friends. It's scary for your community. And, uh, you know, hurt people, you know, when people are hurt, they hurt others. And so I just want to encourage you guys to walk into that and step into it with courage, but at the same time with compassion and empathy. And so that is my podcast for this week. Thank you, uh, Spikner Culture family. Um, and looking forward to uh, hearing from you guys what you learned. And um, also, I want to challenge everyone here to just, you know, go on our uh, page, our Instagram page, uh, leave comments, uh, you know, tell us what are the topics you want to hear about, what other topics you want to hear me talk about and also who would you like for me to invite as a guest on the podcast because I'm very open and I just want to make it a dialogue between friends and family and those who call Spagner culture uh, a, a home in a sense and so yeah thank you so much and God bless. Mm-hmm.